0: is a download from Motorsportinpubs.co.uk Formula Pubscast with Paul Hadsley. Hello,
1: everyone,
2: and welcome to the Formula Pubscast for... Germany for Hockenheim Grand Prix. It's not the Hockenheim Grand Prix, but, oh, it's a professional introduction as ever. Hello, I'm Paul Hadsley. This is the Formula Podcast, and I've got a pub full of people to talk about Formula One to you. We are just about to watch the German Grand Prix. We don't know what's happened yet. Okay, we're talking to you in the future, you know, and you get to laugh at us making hilarious predictions. But hey, looks like we've got a good racing prospect, uh, so we can talk to various people around me. Who have we got? Well, there's Peter Coleman here. Hello, Peter. Hello, Paul. You waved for a podcast, not good, but j- jokes about people. Are doing visual things On a podcast Are a little bit done by now But you know, do you know This podcast is officially A good podcast well, we, We've always known that Haven't we well, Officially uh, Thanks to our friends At good at Good podcasts Or good underscore podcasts They listed us Amongst the Formula One podcasts I'm very proud So obviously I've talked about it Immediately in my egotistical way I Also I'm assuming There's a, a, a Twitter account Called There's a t- Twitter account Called excellent podcasts uh, And I'm not part of that I'm just a good podcast You know What can you do Solid performance Solid midfield Formula, you can't can't fault that. Six out of ten podcasts, the Formula podcast. So thanks for listening, proud. <laughs> But anyway, we've got five minutes to go to the start of the German Grand Prix, so what do you think is going to happen? Lewis Hamilton starts on the grid uh, and 16th after his qualifying crash, but does that mean it's a giant open goal for Nico Rosberg?
3: Um, it really might be, yeah. Um, the the thing that's going to give us some variability here is the weather. Yeah. Um, but also, I think that Williams are just getting better and better and better, and the, the whole Fricks thing <laughs> that's happened this weekend yeah. has made those Mercedes especially a bit skittish looking. Yeah. So, if they're able to put a bit of pressure onto Nico then um, then we might see some good Williams performance can
2: they pressure the mercedes can a williams pressure the mercedes
3: i think i think yes because it's exactly where they weren't necessarily expecting pressure to come from yeah. williams have come in you know, compared to last season from the back yeah. um, and mercedes after their half year of dominance are going to be a little bit put out that williams are sniffing at their heels so you know it's potential for embarrassment for mercedes on home in cynical mode, what engines are in those Williams and who controls them? I and mean, will they just be on the phone
2: call like Ferrari used to do with Sauber back in the 90s? But yeah, so will talk to other people. Stop dominating. Can we all resolve everyone who can hear me? No Frick-based puns. I'm tired of, you know, Fricking this and Fricking that and I don't want to hear it. Just for, what is it? The I don't even know what it stands for anymore. I did actually know it's just gone out of my head. It's like front, rear, yeah, interconnected. I think that's it. It's front and rear, interconnected, downforce or something. But anyway, no more frick bass puns. Ben, Ben's got the idea. Interconnect. Yeah, but where's the S then A fix, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I've only seen it without the S. Anyway, that's so important. But Ben, since you uh, you can go next, since you know the acronym, and everyone else is eating. So, what do you think is going to happen today, apart from Nico Rosberg having an open goal?
3: I don't know because the grid's a bit
4: mixed up with you know people like say Magnuson in fourth, and then you got Kimi down in twelve. You no, know, there's people a bit not so much out of position, but not where you would expect them to be. So could be a few overtakes you it's know, a track where you can overtake on particularly towards turn 6 is it? yeah the hairpin um, it's definitely a track Lewis can overtake on as we saw in 2008 because he was
2: winning that race a random safety car came out for a crash so it's random from the team's point of view, not from Timo Glock, who crashed. But uh, then he had to overtake about five or six cars, so he knows how to overtake here. Uh, Jensen Button knows how to overtake here. Uh, lots of people. It's a track where, despite the fact it's you know torn up, the old long straight track, you
4: can make passes. Yeah, I, I mean, with with Lewis, you know, a lot a lot depends has already been said on rain and... Don't, no,
2: don't make, that's another word we're not mentioning, rain. Rain is predicted, but let's not mention it until it happens because in an hour into the race, apparently... But I don't even give it the opportunity of publicity. So. I mean, I,
4: I never get my hopes up for rain. and yeah. I, I, if, I, if I had to say now, I would say no. But just, you know, there's a chance it might happen. And let's just say if it doesn't happen and yeah, there's no safety class. I could see Lewis maybe getting up to about fourth place. I think maybe the Williams were a little bit too quick. Only fourth, because I thought he could at least get second. I just think the Williams, you know, they've they've got enough you know, they've got enough speed down the straights, haven't they? Oh, you know, getting, trying to get them into turn six is going to be pretty damn difficult, even in a Mercedes. Just considering their pace of value, it's only half a second. The good thing about this podcast is we can hold you to that prediction. So I'm just going to talk to my new
2: friend over here, Tom. Uh, I was going to ask him his name, but uh, that's going to be stupid. Oh, he's got a Wild Hearts T-shirt. I like their song, Vanilla Radio. That was a good one. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, good. Hi, Tom. So I just introduced you when you weren't actually in... Uh, uh, you couldn't hear me, basically. Couldn't think of the word or or range. So I, that was a bit embarrassing. Hello. Uh, you're new to this uh, Formula One in pubs, motorsport in pubs malarkey. But uh, basically, what do you think is going to happen today?
5: Um, I think it'll be a fairly straightforward race, to be honest. Unless there's some weather bit of rain yeah, I think Rosberg will just walk it um. yeah, open goal as I keep saying it seems to be the
2: title of today but um, do you think how far will Lewis get forwards and passing is
5: possible I think he's got a good chance of second definitely a podium as long as he can keep out of trouble in the first few laps and any unreliability I mean it's, it's both
2: of them really yeah. well, think about the balance of the season Rosberg still owed a bit of unreliability but
5: will that happen today or will he get his home victory I think he's had a pretty good week so far so yeah. I think luck's on his side
3: okay.
5: and I think he'll get away with it <laughs> yes well if Lewis had a
2: home victory so maybe the balance is that Nico will get one but yeah we're on the oh we're in the installation I better go and actually sit down and watch this thing but yeah so you think easy Mercedes 123 engine wise and easy 123 uh, chassis wise I think so yeah yeah. yeah. so that's Williams and Mercedes together and McLaren in there as well of course I'll go back and leave you alone I'll let you watch the race uh, there's more people over here we'll probably talk to after the race uh, who we got oh we got Manish we should talk to Manish and Lyndon maybe we can do it as a sort of doubling up so hello guys you finished your dinner so maybe I'll wait till Manish swallows very quickly then yeah, yeah, he's eating. Don't, no more jokes. We'll have no rudeness on this podcast. Oh, no, I'm standing right in the way, Peter. I'm going to stand in front of the screen. Oh, I have to sit down then. OK, so, yeah, very quickly. I don't know when the race is starting now because my back's to the screen. No, you're all right, Can you explain what's going on for me? I have absolutely no idea what's going on at this point. I think it's the parade lap, it's called. Yeah, the parade lap is on. I know I know <laughs> what's happening, really. <laughs> Who do you think is going to win very quickly? It's going to be Nico, isn't it? Unless he has a problem. Yeah, I need to ask a more interesting question. To be honest, we keep we could keep our fingers crossed. A problem. It'd be nice if he bogs down at the start nice. and gets mugged by the, uh, you know, by Bottas. Yeah, two and, Mercedes yeah. storming through the field would be amazing. I'd start them from the back every way. So the dominance they had. That's a good idea, actually. Don't they do something similar in touring cars? Yeah, but you know, Formula One's Formula One's really bending over backwards trying to in, add extra spice for no reason. The spice up the show, but sadly. They didn't think of the uh, reverse grid, so yeah, Bernie that would be a good way. idea. Bernie had his some way, there'd be an artificial rain period, wouldn't yeah. there? But yeah, we it's just what it is, just got to deal with what we've got in front of us. Yeah, so easy open goal, oh, that's my, that is my catch, so I might call the podcast that, just for that. And very quickly, managed. we are on the grid, so uh, open goal for Nico. You'd, put, you'd think that Nico's going to do it, but you know what, I've got a sneaky feeling Williams are going to do it today. Wow, so that's a prediction and a half from uh, Manish Patel, we'll come back to him and hold into that one but uh, yeah we're on the grid now we are all oh, the first third of the grid is all settled so i better sit down and yeah. start this podcast or stop this podcast and so there you can start the race i don't think charlie whiten waits for me to be honest i think he's doing his own job <laughs> i don't know why i phrase these things so stupidly. yes we'll be back after the break uh, to watch the second uh, half of the predictions of this podcast five lights about to come on it's the german grand prix 2014 here we go Oh, catch.
0: oh, Upside down! That's
2: two flips in a season, and he's back on his
0: wheels.
2: Wow. Oh. Lewis is like eight. No, he's not. Where is he?
1: <laughs>
2: wow.
3: Two flips in a year. I'm still recording. Oh, hello. Peter, what did you see? Um, I saw Felipe Massa leaving the door open incredibly wide. <laughs> uh, so, oh, you, don't
2: blame him already. Let's see if he's OK first. I'm pretty sure he's OK. I mean, they've got strong... But yeah, he's moving around in the cockpit. Oh, the wow. So, who? Uh, Manish, what are you thinking about the Williams now?
0: <laughs>
2: Bartas is still second. Bartas is still second, it's true. Oh, no, I just really like to rub it in yeah, the face. Susie Wolff should have been yeah, there. Yeah, Susie Wolff should be there. Yeah. Yeah, should be. There. be compact. Can they let her out the pit lane now? That would be a good idea. But, yeah. That, um, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's all... I think Massa did a number one and a number two then oh, Yeah, yeah is, that, is that the mark you give him for his excellent gymnastics at the first corner it was quite spectacular but thank goodness he's walking away now that is most important but wow they always, to be honest I should have talked about that at the start there is a chance of a start crash here because it's happened quite a few times so very tiny oh, Magnussen must be damaged look at the left front on that car Oh, I just when he has a good start and things look good and the rookie errors is creeping. I guess this is his year to learn. He is learning. Wow. Anyway, so we are, I didn't fade out. We haven't done anything. This is not usual for the podcast. We're just go around and ask people what happened. Anyway, what a scary crash. I was waiting for the replays and I think we'll fade it all
4: out. So, yeah, wow, what a start. Ben. Oh, no, wait, replays. We'll go through the replays. Go on. It looked to me like Magnuson just tried to go into a, a gap that was closing. No, I don't. I, don't Ma- I think Massa came over on him. My opinion is that, just from that angle, it looked like Felipe was incited with the other yeah, Williams there, exactly. and he couldn't see Magnussen. You wouldn't, pe- you wouldn't penalise anyone there, would you? No, it was a racing incident. Yeah. I think Magnussen tried to go into space. It wasn't there, but I don't blame him for doing it. Max you know, tried to go into space. But yeah, I think. That's the question I always ask on
2: this podcast, though. Do you think it's worth penalising? No. Do you think it will get a penalty because the FIA... Yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So various furious nodding around the table. So, yeah, I hope the FIA... Oh, wow, an onboard with Massa. This could be spectacular. How long is this camera going to last? Upside down and smashed. (laughs) I think... I think Maldonado's lasted longer in... Uh, sorry, no, I think Gutierrez <laughs> lasted longer in uh, Bahrain. But, yeah, anyway. And this is Magnussen. So this is going to last a bit longer. And he goes to the inside of Bottas. And then Massa's there. And, oh, what a shame. Kevin's suspension. You're not happy over there. No,
3: no,
4: I'm McLaren fan. Oh,
2: good. i will definitely talked you. Oh, that's a spectacular image. Coming upside down out of the first corner. Wow. Lordspur's got half a lap lead, so thank God the safety car came out. But everyone was delayed by that. So, yeah, we'll talk later about McLaren. Can Jensen survive this?
4: Uh, he should be able to survive it. I mean, at least he qualified badly enough that he's far away enough off from it for once. So hopefully, that? safety okay. car restarts. He can just focus and yeah. carry on.
2: Saying that, you know they may have been running over debris and all that.
4: It's true, but it's Jensen. He knows what he's doing. <laughs>
2: okay, we'll talk to you later. What's your name, by the way? I'm Sarah. Hello, Sarah. I'll talk to your group. I didn't get over because there was no time. But I was gonna. I was intending to. Yes. That's it. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So those are the replays. So yeah, no fault to blame there. Uh, but will the FAA penalise? That's the big question. How long the so safety car is coming in so it's time to get this race underway and finally shut up it's been a, a long intro but yes listen to these lovely interspersal adverts then we'll come back and analyze this race and it'll be already there's a lot to talk about so we're looking forward to it safety car comes in the race is underway
0: tweet us on twitter at formula pubs Check us out online and find your nearest venue, motorsportinpubs.co.uk. You're listening to Formula Pubscast on Downforce Radio. He does that. There he is. Nico oh, yeah. Rosberg will
1: start to see a few flags waving for him because the man who has never finished off the podium in his home race is going to wipe that record 20 this afternoon here at Hockenheim. Nico Rosberg will not call to go. Yes. Ooh.
5: Wow,
2: oh, what a race. And a yellow flag at the end, is that relative to anything? But yes, flips, fires, frustration, and goodness knows what else that has been the German Grand Prix. It looks a lot like balateri Bottas is maintaining his second place, so well done to him. He's held off the charge of Lewis Hamilton. He gets a bigger round of applause, I think. Yeah bigger round of applause for Bottas than for Rosberg. Apparently he was in that race. I don't think we saw much of him, but wow, what a race. Uh, the open goal was scored by Nico. It means I don't have to keep saying that. I promise I'll stop saying that. No rain fell, would you believe. Uh, everyone survived the start crash OK and there's a lot more to talk about afterwards. Brilliant race, fantastic. That's what we want to see from Formula 1. Three wide overtaking, a couple of times, uh, passes almost every lap. It's a great track, this hopping, I have to say. I think Tilke, on his one of his first ever design jobs, actually Herman Tilke did a great job on this track. It's a shame about the digging up of the other uh, circuit that was already there. They could have made this track and maybe kept the old track. But hey, you know, let's not moan. This was a brand new track. I think we'd be worshiping it more. Fantastic. Is Lyndon going? Are you off, Lyndon? Yeah. Well, quickly then, what, say what you thought about that race, since you're the first one to comment. What did you think about that race, Lyndon, before you leave? I thought Hamilton did fantastically well from the position
6: he was in. So I'm quite pleased with that. 20th to 3rd, that's quite a lot of play. 18, I think, it's not bad, he was definitely good and fair play to Bottas as well. Yeah. just uh, hope Master's necks right after that earlier. He uh, overtook
2: three wide, Alonso went side by side with Ricardo. There was loads of battling in that race, fantastic. It was a good race to come out for, definitely. Yes, I'm glad you did and I hope I see you next week. Ne- next week is Hungary and then there's a huge break, it's great scheduling. So yes, uh, who we got over here then? Where were we? Uh, after the safety car we were just talk over here to someone who probably doesn't want to talk but wants to watch the... See you, Linda. he's off. So what's your name then? Hello. Hi, I'm Sarah. Hello, Sarah. Hello, I'm Paul. Nice to meet you. Good. I'm shaking hand left handedly. It's rude. But yeah, so you're obviously a Jensen Button fan. I understood that from your cheering in the race. We saw, we saw him a lot, but mainly overtaken.
4: Yes, as, as usual. He, he hasn't got the car, so what can he do? He's making the best wow. of what he's got.
2: What he can do is hit Lewis and try and damage him. Now, whose fault was that, do you think? No? Non-contact any bias there?
4: Sport. It's a non contact sport. <laughs> whose
2: fault do you think it was?
4: racing incident
2: <laughs> That's, so basically you're saying it was his fault because you're such a fan you sort of boost it back up with bias to racing incident is that what you're saying
4: i'd have to see the replay one more time
2: i think we'll be seeing a lot of time
4: so yeah unfortunately <laughs> so
2: who else is on your table then uh, who is this over here hello Hi, Mark. I just do like the grid walk thing. i was going to annoy people, and uh, you, if anything happens on the screens, tell me to shut up. You want to watch, you know, people talk. That's the good bit. No, we've seen the racing.
6: That's the good bit. So, what did you think of the race? Um, yeah, I thought it was pretty good. It was pretty quiet at the front. I think, but there was a lot of action halfway down midfield, which was, you know, made it pretty interesting. There was a good number of overtakes. I mean, that's the midfield, wasn't it? Nico Rosberg
2: wasn't there. Yeah, yeah, what did you think? To the, was it one of the passes of the season? Lewis Hamilton going side by side with two other cars.
6: Absolutely, yeah, three in a row coming into I think it was corner six or seven, um, um, an absolutely stunning pass there by Lewis. i so. say the hairpin.
2: You don't need to worry about yeah. the numbers. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, but also there's arguments to say perhaps you know he's got a world
6: championship to think i of. Should he be risking it? I think you've got to say he's a, he's a racer, he's going to go racing. He's going to push to get the results in the best way that he can. Yep. And if he gets the opportunity to pass two cars, then why the hell shouldn't you go for it? That's true. <laughs> that is true. So what would you say, This how do you rate that race? I mean, it's one of the best of the season, I think. I would say it was a pretty good race. I think it's, it's up there with, with the top ones of the season so far. I think it's great to have seen Williams continuing their um, success, three, three podiums in a row now. Um, it's great to see him back up there. The other car. Well, yes, yeah, you still have that that Mercedes at the front every single race. It's... No, I mean the other Williams oh, the at the other start. Williams. Well, yes, yeah, that was a bit painful to watch. And again, they do seem to only be able to get one car to finish at the moment. Yes, there's lots lots that happen that way. I don't know if I can cover it, but don't forget, who's your friend over here?
2: i um, John. Hello, John. Thanks, thanks for talking to me. Hope you do just for first time here?
6: Yeah, it's been really good, yeah.
2: yeah. I hope you come again next week for the Hungarian Grand Prix, which is next week.
6: Yeah, I think I'll be next week, is
2: it? Okay, well, I'll hold you to that. That's the promise, <laughs> and I've got it recorded. Um, anyway, probably won't now, but I'll watch for you.
6: <laughs> yeah,
2: but yeah, then there's a long summer break, so you might as well make the most of it. It's a huge six-week break, whatever it is. But anyway, yeah. What did you think about the safety car, or lack of safety car, when there's a spin? I wouldn't have said it was that dangerous. It was completely off the line. I mean, well, let's have a fight.
6: You guys were saying it was very, it was very dangerous, but it was completely off the line. Everyone else is going down the other side of the track. We've seen, we've seen instances in the past few years where we've seen a similar kind of. Are you a marshal?
2: No, I'm not a marshal. No. You, would you like to do that yourself? Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. You like that? To, okay, well let's sign you up for marshaling. But yeah, I mean honestly, <laughs> what is it going to take to bring out a safety car these days? Because that was pretty much spun across think, the track. I think there's the lack of debris on the on the track was, was the reason why there's no no safety cards. So if there was debris. On the track, then definitely there would have been. But the fact that it was completely off the line, um, the marshals said, obviously, of the opinion that they could have handled it, so that's the reason why there wasn't one. I just think the the problem people have with it is people telling other people that you risk your life on track, and then Charlie White or whoever it is presses the button, you risk your life on track, and I'm going to sit here in my ivory tower while you risk your lives, you know.
6: Yeah, but the, the drivers are risking their lives every day yeah. whilst they're doing
2: their driving, so very good. it's a risky sport. Very good devil's advocate opinion. I hope you uh, come back next time for that. We'll keep you for the devil's advocate over here. That's your job now. Thank you for coming. Hope to see you next week. Uh, I'm just going to come over here and talk to my new friend. Hello very quickly because you're desperate to go, I imagine. Hello again.
5: All right. Do you remember, Do you remember yeah. this bit? Yeah. So what did you think to the race then? Oh, that was one of the best races I've seen. Yeah? Yeah, just action. start to start, Start to end even. Yeah. Nice.
2: First uh, twenty laps. Yeah, just superb. What was your favourite bit? I mean, there's so much overtaking that race. I'm not, I would talk to your friends, but they only came for the last five laps, and they don't get a word in. Did you saw the Alonso battle, didn't you? Side by side, two cars went side by side at the end.
0: Yeah, I saw the cars driving in a big circle. That
2: was good. All right. cool. I'm glad you brought fans. <laughs> it's a pub. Go and have a drink. <laughs> right, <laughs> and you were over here. What did you like about the race? i uh, about the same as him, but yeah, the fourth, and fifth battle was alright. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he got he got the he got positions. That was good. He wrote that down. But uh, are you a fan, or have you just been dragged here? not really happy oh, wedding yeah. is it your wedding someone's wedding okay so yeah but quickly
5: then because you need to go to something that was really good yeah um, but as predicted Schwarzburg, start to finish Oh right, yeah, yeah. But that, it was an open goal I keep saying but you know Lewis didn't quite get second as I thought he might but
2: well done to Bottas
5: yeah definitely uh, just yeah I think he pitted a couple of laps too early mm. Hamilton yeah just could have and then it would have been sorted. Yeah. A, lap, a couple of laps later, they'd have been lasted out. And then, and what did you think to Button and Hamilton? The little,
2: uh, the hairpin, the little uh, contra tom, which I hate saying, because I probably can't.
5: Um, I just think it was a six and one off, doesn't it? No one, everyone's too on the fence today. I want some opinion. <laughs> Safety car, why
2: didn't that come out? Oh, that was, yeah,
5: that should have come out. Yeah, there we go. There we go, we're getting it now. Yeah, I just, yeah, main straight, yeah. 10 foot away from the side of the track. Should have been straight away, safety car. But I think I think they're a bit, oh, the Germans winning. (laughs) Oh, don't start a conspiracy theory. No, no, no. Let's not back the pack up. Let's just let him win. I think it's
2: more to do with TV rights and keeping the race from overrunning and blah, blah, blah. I don't want to say it's a German Grand Prix, German win. It's the same difference. Lewis would still have had cars ahead of him, so it wouldn't completely have plate. And let's not do that. Don't do
5: that.
2: (laughs) Please stop that. Back out of your opinion. Uh, I'm back to neutral. But still, thanks for coming, and I hope one day you'll come again. Yeah. There's one in London. Is so, it? Yeah, it's oh, Jetlag Bar. Don't know where that is, but you can find it. Oh, wicked! Look yeah. on the look on the website. Right, yeah. Cheers. Thanks. Motorsportingpubs.co.uk. Thanks for helping me do my advert. Yeah, cheers. 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 Thanks for coming, and thanks for bringing non-fans. But at least it boosted the numbers. So, cheers. Uh, Ben's off. Before. You got time to quickly tell me uh, how very much very you enjoyed pretty, that yeah. race? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was all right. <laughs> After all that,
4: that's the best you can do. Yeah. That's a highlight. One for the highlight yeah, clip. It was. It was good. Just. Yeah there's a lot of classics lately and that was a really
2: good race i would rate that no, as it, it was yeah. it was really good yeah silverstone was great don't get me wrong austria we've had this debate but you know some people liked it i was not a fan but that's
4: the thing i said the
2: opposite in austria so i look a bit that stupid that race is better than austria
4: yeah. yeah i agree with that but um can't say enough about butters. so we'll quickly touch on the a lot of the issues button hamilton whose fault Jensen's, but it wasn't a malicious thing. You just didn't see him. Safety car. Why not? I don't really like that. You know, someone can easily do a a Timo Glock out of the last corner. and You know, they're all gunners. they are Arsenal fans. Gunners. 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 (laughs) Little
2: joke. I didn't actually thought you said that. But anyway. So, yeah, I mean, also, yeah, Lewis
4: overtaking three abreast move of the season. No, I'd still say Alonso and Vettel ran the outside of Cops. Oh, yeah. Well, that, that was more...
2: Uh, we had this debate off-air, didn't we? That was more battle of the season because it carried on, but move
4: of the season individually, one raid, one move, that was amazing. Three oppressed. I'd still take that one move as part of the whole battle. I think, about, I think the two overtakes of the season came in that, didn't they? Fair enough. I, think I understand. Enough. I'll just try and... This is my podcast. You will have my opinion, basically. Come on. You will agree with me. Come on. It was the best move of the season. Oh, I shall deal with your overlord, <laughs> master of puppets' opinions. Nice. Thank you. Well, thanks for coming. And uh, this time next week, don't forget. See you next week. They're hungry. Where Lewis goes well hopefully they go off for of Lewis yeah okay then needs, so, yeah. Uh, needs him to get back in the championship keep this close he really does we
2: need to fight to the end but not double points so oh, let's not start with that okay see you soon okay so I think we have a surprise over here I think uh, we're going to come back to what I call the podcast table it just happens to be the table I was sitting on uh, did I miss much on have they done the interviews yet on the podium uh, Peter and a surprise because I think we'll be doing a little bit of a, a post-race forum now with Manish hello Uh, Ask Manish Hashtag Ask Manish You can use that hashtag And Ask Manish something Uh, Peter Former head of uh, F1 in Brum And now it's motorsport in pubs Brum And a special surprise guest Jake Sanson Head of Downforce UK I better know my adverts And links uh, Properly today Because uh, Jake's here Uh, He's the boss of Downforce Radio Do you want to say your own link So I don't get it wrong? Uh, No uh, Downforce-radio.co.uk There you go There you go Thank you for hosting this podcast (laughs) As you are Uh, So without him I wouldn't be here Well I would, anyway, let's not get bogged down in semantics. So what do we think of the race people? Firstly, I want to set a topic first. Let's talk about Nico Rosberg because no one else will and I think that's a race where he'll just be forgotten and not talked about so he did a good job Flawless Okay, that's it That's it, yeah
6: <laughs>
2: But no, seriously he did, uh, he did you know he, he didn't make a mistake he was not on TV and who is that interview? is that Kai Abel? Right? Kai Obal? I don't have to say his name but yeah, that's uh, the Dutch TV commentator
3: It's Kai the German uh, okay. German I thought he was, Is he Dutch?
1: Oh, it doesn't matter It's him Anyway it... I like this because for the first time it's somebody that I've never heard of that I have the potential to like <laughs> nice. so it's fine He's better than Benedict Cumberbatch, anyway. Sorry, Benny, but still. All I know about him is
2: is people tweet his selection of shirts, yeah. so I, I don't know much more about him. But, yeah, he has a nice shirt on. Uh, Eddie Jordan, eat your heart out. I mean, please, seriously, stop commenting and eat your heart out. Anyway. And
1: he does it better. He
2: wears it better than Eddie Jordan does as well. Well, it's just one shirt they have to pass between them. That's yeah, why he's exactly. not on the podium today. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so, yeah, we're doing Rosberg. He did a great job, and uh, he's won his home race, and
1: Lewis had that feeling, so it's all going well for him. I think, yeah... Uh, the pressure was all on Nico today to make a mistake because Lewis has made some mistakes this year. Nico was ahead in the championship by four points. He was on his home turf in the best car. It was up to him to make a mistake. And he hasn't put a foot wrong all weekend. In qualifying, he was 10 out of 10. In the race, he was 10 out of 10. He just never looked back. And it's very rare that you get a race that is won so convincingly by such a decent bloke. And Nico has, you know, he's really made that one look just simple, just simple. So, yeah, there we go.
2: We are the one podcast that will probably mention Nico Rosberg today because everything else happened behind him, including a great battle for second between Lewis Hamilton, who finished third, and Valenteri Bottas, who finished second, and a great performance from Valenteri. Definitely. I don't know
3: how to say his name. That was quite obvious, but let's say Bottas. The fact that it's finished for Walter pleases me immensely. Um, yeah, It's been a long time since I had a Formula One drive called Walter so um, is that what his name translates was then yeah <laughs> Like softy Walter that like, <laughs> like, like like nice. from the like Softy Walter from the Beano nice
2: <laughs> nice I actually I wanted to talk to you about Silverstone at this point what did you see with your own eyes uh, at Silverstone
3: um, well, I was at Beckett's yeah. so I saw no, the you cars. Beckett, say where you were. So I was uh, watching the cars come through the yeah. come through the uh, the loop uh, yeah. round onto the Wellington Strait from the commentary box, and, and then seeing them come back out of Stowe and through Beckett's the other way. If so Kimmy Morgan didn't try and attack you then. I saw him go off. Yeah. I didn't quite see him uh, make contact with the uh, with the tire Well, not even with the tyre wall, with the armco. Uh,
2: yeah, So I thought you said you. It, oh, I thought earlier on you were saying we saw it. He hit me and. <laughs> I had to dive out of the way like a, a movie where I said no and then I jumped but yeah, that was good but yeah he would had an anonymous race today it was Kimmy apart from smacking into his teammate in a bit of
3: Red Bull sort of Red Bull Ferrari pinball that maybe didn't do much no no I mean um I think the Ferraris had rather strange form um, it, I think they're probably having trouble working out what tyres they're best on and you, know, you probably have sections of five laps when it's good and sections of five laps when it's rubbish and you know but you've got to you got to say Ferrari are in the same position as Mercedes, they make the car, they make the engine and they have the opportunity to, to do what Mercedes has done starting from fresh this year and they really aren't doing it, which is a shame, but um, you know, Fernando's always gone well here and um, not quite today. And Manish, another great battle, you can't
2: get away looking, what you can't just pretend to watch and you're not being part of this, hashtag ask you, you you're part of the podcast. So, yeah, also another great battle, second race in a row, Alonso makes a great meal, I was going to say a, a bit of meal of it, but I enjoyed watching it both times, overtaking a Red Bull, but what a fantastic spectacle for us to watch. Brilliant spectacle, and as a fan, that's exactly what
0: you want to see, and, you know, drivers going wheel to wheel, not giving each other an inch, that's exactly what we, we as fans, like I said, want to see, credit to both drivers. Um, no, gave each other you no know, enough space, um, and yeah, great, great
2: drive from both drivers, and brilliant move from Alonso. So I think we should all individually ask or promote our highlight of the race, because there's so much going on. You think that race upside down in the first corner, as a Toro Rosso bursting into flames. If he'd stayed in that car anymore, Kvyat had stayed in that car anymore, he would have been a black Russian. <laughs> But then he got covered with fire extinguishers. He was just a white Russian. No, um, I'm, no we're in a pub. It's good pub-based humour. I, I, I was wondering if you were going to go for the pink Russian joke next. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Is that a different? <laughs> is that a different? I only know that joke. Joke based on Naked Gun. Really. I'll tell you when you're older. Oh. Um, <laughs> do I need to click explicit lyrics now? Is that what I need no, to do? No, no, no. Don't uh, worry. I'm worried about that now. Oh dear. You bring these downforce people. They swear at you. Oh dear. Anyway. <laughs> so yeah. So what was your highlight of the race, Jake Sanson? Even though you only really, you'll have to watch a lot of replays now to see how good it was. But you really heard it so orally or hourly what was your highlight of the race
1: i think for me it was williams actually i know that massa lasted 17 seconds but at the end of the day you have to remember that in formula one we have ferrari we have mclaren we have mercedes we have red bull they're the big four they always have been williams for the last 10 years or so have been on a fight back mission you know they have been desperately trying to come back to greatness and i think today in particular was the first proper time we got a sense that Williams are on the right track to greatness again because Valtteri was as good as Nico with a car that's nowhere near as good as the Mercedes and that I think is something that a lot of people might forget they'll talk about oh Lewis didn't get to second place or didn't get to win how bad is that but that's the thing as well. That's the other thing that's really going to rain true for me. Lewis's attitude on the podium, finishing third that. place. Was, yeah, was it was this. disgusting. It was absolutely disgusting. Well, hang, did, on.
2: hang on, I missed this. I need tap. Can you explain to me what he did?
1: Basically, his attitude coming onto the podium was, well, I'm in my shades. I'm just going to stand here. I'm going to, you know, stand here and yeah I'm just going to stand here I'm not I'm not even going to take so much. He stood, did he stand there yeah he stood, pretty he much definitely, he's definitely going to stand there he just about took his shades for the national anthem he took them off but then yeah just raised the trophy Barely sprayed the champagne, barely answered the guy's questions. Looked like he wanted to be on the plane home, basically.
2: It's psychological with Lewis, isn't it? When he's happy, he races well, and then he's, he's, to be fair, he's put in a good performance. And this is why I'm a big fan of Lewis on track. Off track, I don't give a damn. But on track, he's a great racer. Just his off track behavior, leaves a lot to be desired.
1: Bottom line with Lewis, if you had started a Grand Prix from 20th on the grid and worked your way through to third place, I think you'd be ruddy chuffed with yourself. Because it's almost impossible nowadays to overtake him Formula One. Yeah. Even if you've got the best car in the grid, his track was quite good for it. And that's it. And you know, he worked his way past 17 cars in that race. Now that okay, is... you'll have to interrupt oh, yes, yourself so cool. to watch the replay.
2: You need to see the replay start, and maybe a, a, a portion blame, but uh, I think, I mean, what was you, you wouldn't apportion blame, Peter. It was just a, a start crash
3: um, I think it was uh, Kevin going for the gap, um, but he was going
2: for a gap on uh, Bottas, and then it's sort of just the way it could due to the design of the first corner. Neither of them could see Massa skulking around the outside, if you know what I mean. So. I think it's, I wouldn't, you know, even surprisingly, the FIA didn't penalise. So I think it is just a start incident. And yeah, Kevin was go look, Kevin goes to the as we're seeing on the replay, and he thinks, hmm, and he's not even thinking about Massa, and then Massa appears. So I don't think anyone can be blamed on
3: that. Uh, purely a racing incident. I mean, you, and you've, you've got to have drivers who are going for the gap, but then you also have to be expecting to potentially be too wide yeah. all the way through the first corner. To aggressive with English. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> but um but yeah, I mean it, it could have been quite nasty, but um yeah. Yeah, no. uh, but yeah, quite correct to take no further action. Yeah. Now Jake's seen it. Now what's your analysis? Yeah.
1: I know that at the time they were discussing giving Magnussen a penalty and I know it was investigated and they said uh, no further action. I have to say I, have to say I agree. Um, it's, it, it was a difficult situation because Magnussen was actually trying to go for Bottas, not Massa. Massa was going around the outside, Magnussen failed on the inside and actually conceded the corner.
2: Yeah, two so, two Bottas and then yeah. neither of them were lo- really looking at Massa yeah.
1: I don't think any one of them was to blame I think uh, two cars into one won't go and that's all that was unfortunately it's Massa again Yes, uh, maybe
2: this track is, is sort of if you believe in these sort of things in 2010 he sort of won the race there and then he lost the race there in 2014
1: yeah I think so he didn't win the
2: race he, you know, he would have yeah. won the
1: race Massa is one of my favourite people in Formula 1 because he's been able to prove that you know you can have life after Ferrari a lot yeah. of F1 drivers of recent times don't have life after Ferrari. You leave Ferrari, you never get back to greatness. Unless Max, you're Kimi where well, you get back to Ferrari. Well, the only reason he's doing that is so he can pay his bills. He's not <laughs> doing it to win races, clearly. And, Here's some more by the way. Oh, yes, yeah, just to get a yeah. bit. I've, I've seen a lot of it now, it's fine. The problem I have with it is that they're always looking for blame now. Racing drivers just cannot, in Formula 1, just cannot seem to say... Oh well, wow, that was just a racing incident. They're yeah. always looking to get another penalty on their rival. It's like, oh well, he deserves a penalty for that because he hit me. No, he deserves a penalty for that because he hit me. And it shouldn't. It, it, it very rarely seems to be. Well, okay, it just happens. It's racing. So that was your highlight of the race. Well done. <laughs> We're trying to do highlights of the race.
2: And, uh, Manish, what would you? What was your favourite moment in that race? Of so many. Favourite moment for me, I
0: think you have, to, you have to give it to Valtteri Bottas. I thought he did a stunning yeah. job. Individual yeah. moment. there, like overtake,
2: crash, start.
0: On, in now. terms of in terms of individual performance, I have to give it to Valtteri Bottas. Okay, he's just saying the same, same thing. Um, have overtake of the Pass, I think overtake the race. I think Alonso and Ricardo. That was good. That was good. Um, there is one thing I have to say though, and I don't think it's been raised up already. Um, Adrian Sutil.
5: Yeah.
0: What he did. Yeah. what happened. Yeah. Um, is that the, which uh, one, is that the caveat incident when Kvyat got? No, 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 no was what when, was that then? Was when, um, when he spun at the final corner. Oh, that, oh yeah, then. the safety, the lack of safety car, that has mentioned, yeah. but yeah. And how you cannot bring out a
2: safety car for that, yes. I, I can't believe yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, You're Correct, 100% correct for your, hi- thank you for your highlights and lowlights. <laughs> he even did a low light, so thank you Manish. Uh, Peter, your turn, you had a chance to think. Highlight of the race, and you can have the low light as well if you want.
3: Well, I said Ferrari aren't in great form, but there's one driver in Ferrari is constantly on great form, and everybody's happy to race wheel to wheel with him. It's yep. Fernando Alonso, and you know he was up against Sebastian Vettel, he was up against Daniel Ricciardo, and you know he he raced hard, he raced fairly, um, and he's a massively brilliant ambassador for the sport. And I think you know every time he gets close to another car and there's racing to be had, it's just a joy to watch. It's just a shame that. You know that that talent's been wasted in the last few years, and it's a stat I trot out quite often now. But but for ten points, distributed over the last few championships, Alonso would be a five-time world champion, and it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be. Um, saying if he had a better team. Oh no, if he just had a little bit of Sebastian Vettel's look.
2: Okay, okay. Uh, did we get your highlights and lowlights? Oh, what was your lowlight? Sorry. Um, the
3: same as Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we. Uh, S- S- Sutil spinning it, yeah. keeping the engine running, and then trying to do that fancy spinny roundy rejoiny thing, and yes. then stalling it. Ah. Um, but I'd, I'd, uh, my uh, my problem with Adrian Sutil goes back to when I went to Nurburgring. Oh no. Oh. Um, and it was closed because Sutil had crashed somebody's Gumpert. Oh. Nice. oh. Um, this is a good so, story. I'm uh, liking this. You couldn't. You to do a track day. Um, no, I, I just went for the public sessions in oh, the yeah. evening, no, and uh, Sutil was there with some rich friend's gumpet and he'd rammed it into the barriers and shut the circuit for everybody. Thanks, Sutil's gumpet. nice.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's the story. You get all the stories on this podcast behind the scenes in opening, the, lifting the lid on Formula One, and Agent Sutil's track days. Anyway, I don't know. I don't know. Wow. At least it's a different Agent Sutil story than most Formula One fans will rumour about. So
1: yes, hello, Jake, yeah, your welcome. highlights. You can't um, beat that story, really, can you? No, you can't. <laughs> um, the entirety of the race was actually a very good one. I'm not sure I could actually pick one moment from that race that I could say that goes above any other thing. I just from the moment that race started to the finish line, it was... Really compelling, and it's something that Formula One has actually been missing yeah. uh, for the last few races. We didn't have the sensationalist, oh my goodness, it's all kicking off every five seconds, which everybody seems to expect nowadays. And right. when we don't get, get it, alone. well, when we don't get it, everybody's really disappointed. Right, leave me alone, stop attacking me. <laughs> <laughs> How, what are you saying? How do you know, know I was it? attacking you after
2: Austria? Well, that's, that's me, isn't <laughs> and it? And
1: the, the thing with Formula One now is that you have to. I, I'm, I'm with our colleague Lester Forbes on this, you do kind of have to take Formula One as it is. You, can't, you kind of have to accept it for its current format. And it's an era that we're in now where the racing kind of has to be left to its own devices and you have to take the positives out of it that you can. Oh, yeah. And that race, actually had quite a lot in it you had some great overtakes you had some great battles through the field you had some brilliant diverse strategies you had the threat of rain that never actually Don't arrived start. well never arrived but no well, the thing is the thing is you kind of need the threat of rain even if it doesn't appear to kind of make a bit of an intrigue it kind of builds the tension It's formula 1 it only rains on saturdays and maybe practice yeah, never true. in the race but still uh, as a result of that the whole race had something you know really attentive about it you never knew quite what was going to happen and I, I thought that was you know, the highlight for the race, the fact that you know, throughout, you never knew what would actually happen. Was Rosberg gonna have the same sort of failure as Hamilton? Was Hamilton gonna bitten it into somebody else trying to overtake them? Was there gonna be a collision that would wipe out the field at the start? And yep. there almost was.
5: Well,
2: yeah. You
1: know, it was a great, great race, start to finish.
5: Yes, as I
2: said, flips, flames, frustration, but also fantastic racing yeah that doesn't begin with f so it, it, it was
1: there were some low lights too though yeah you only did low lights. well my my it's three a, it's a safety car thing too. my three well there are three low lights for me for the race adrian Sutil being an <laughs> um, yeah okay. i don't te- think this <laughs> is the word it's a technical term but it's no just, i mean what I might that. if there's any driver on the grid who deserves to be in formula one less I think you, you mean Ponce. Ponce. Yeah, well. yeah, I'll explain that later. Fair enough. But anyway, though, if there's one driver that doesn't deserve to be in Formula One any more than Pastor Maldonado, it's Adrian Sutil. I have no idea what he's in Formula One for, wow. why, or what he expects to get out of it. For me, the definition of insanity is repeating the same thing over and over again, <laughs> expecting something different to happen. And that's what Sutil is doing in Formula One at the yeah, moment. True. Um, The other big problem is whichever clown decided not to throw a safety car, I don't know a single marshal in the United Kingdom who would have run onto that circuit at that point, at the last corner at Hockenheim. There's not a single marshal who is well-trained, with common sense, well-versed in their sport. Who would have taken the risk to go out on the circuit when it's live at full racing speed, even it's with a yellow flag? As we come to an end, it's raining at Hockenheim. The umbrellas I know, are yeah.
2: going. I hate this sport. I hate weather. <laughs> I just sat, oh, anyway, that's annoyed me enough. I want to end now because so, I'm yeah. just going to be furious. Come on.
1: So yeah, there's that bit. Um, the, Sutil, whoever decided not to first safety car, and Lewis Hamilton. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I mean, the attitude of a driver who is supposed to be a role model for the sport who is supposed to be a role model for the team and embrace the fact that Mercedes has won at its home soil for the first time in 59 years. You know, his attitude is just pathetic. I mean, I know he wants to win and I know he's entirely motivated to win, but Formula One, whether he likes it or not, is a team sport. You need to get behind the team. I mean, look at the way Hamilton handles himself in and around the race circuit. He expects to win, and therefore anything less than a win he treats with frustration and fury, which to a certain degree makes him a great competitor, but it makes him a terrible role model because it proves that you know second and third place isn't good enough. You can't just get to the finish and that's good enough. Mm. You have to win or there's no point, and that's not the way it should be for the the spectators. If you look at that by diverse of what Nico Rosberg is doing, at the end of every race Nico puts a little video file out to his fans thanking them for all the hard work and support they put in and I follow this and yeah. it's genuinely you know hi guys thanks very much for all the help we're really working to move hard we're not done yet we're going to try and find more in the car but thanks for your support whether he wins or loses and that is how it should be that is how a Formula 1 driver interacting with the fans yeah. should respond to their fan base and Lewis just isn't doing that
2: it's true I mean for all his on track bravery his off track attitude needs work for as much as he turns you off off track on track he well,
1: he doesn't... Yeah, and he does the opposite of that, I don't mm. want to say. don't well, so the thing it turns is, you on, I L- want to say. Lewis Hamilton is actually starting to remind me of Kimi Raikkonen now. He reminds me of Mansell.
2: You don't want to hear about him off track because well, he'll yeah. just moan, but then on track he's brave.
1: Well, that's it. I mean, Man- Mansell still embraced the fans, though. That's yeah. the thing. I mean, yes, he used to whinge. Yes, he used to get on his high horse. But at the end of a race, when he won, he would embrace the fans. When he was second or third... Yes, he was annoyed, but he would still embrace the fans, he yeah. would still give it back to the fans. Yeah. And that's something that Lewis just well, that, and <laughs> Lewis just doesn't do that. Yeah. Lewis is missing a trick here, and he's wondering why he's getting all this criticism, why the British press isn't favouring him or whatever. It's things like that. It needs to interact more with the public. Yeah.
2: I know, and that's right. And it was such a fantastic race, but there is a bit of a bitter taste with the safety car thing. And perhaps I didn't see Lewis's attitude. And again, I don't watch the podiums or anything. Who really needs to notice about people? So I think on that note, because I, I have a, note, a word from the bosses at Downforce Radio that we're going on too long. Oh no, wait, he's here. He's nudging me. Can you stop now? Can you stop recording? You've been on for so long. <laughs> is this is all my bandwidth. Anyway, so i better round up at some point. But don't forget, the Hungarian Grand Prix is but seven days away as we record this. I can't really speak for when you're listening to it. You work it out. But it's the Sunday day after the German Grand Prix uh, thanks for listening I'll yeah, either listening on downforce-radio.co.uk and do, do follow them on Twitter at some point someone's got to log into their Twitter and we'll tweet you at downforceuk but don't forget you can log on to motorsportinpubs.co.uk and please do find out where, you, where close to you is showing the race because you might enjoy the atmosphere a lot more than sitting at home tweeting about it with your dog so exciting stuff from Hockenheim. Thanks for listening. Uh, we'll be back in seven days' time, as I just said. I just like to repeat myself, so I'm going to do it now. But uh, that was a brilliant race, uh, and more please, Formula One. Let's see that again. Thank you. Bye. That's all the cool kids are calling it. No, no one does that anymore.
3: Yes.
2: Yeah. All the cool kids. Oh, you remembered that? For pub's car. pubs Yeah. That's all the cool kids are calling it for pub's car. For pub's car. For pub's car. You know, dobs can. Even you people that do know about it. Don't do it right. Anyway, bye. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not. I'm not using this bit. Yeah. It would have faded down by now.
3: <laughs> <Yes>.
2: <laughs> Maybe on the Christmas highlights.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
0: is a download from motorsportingpubs.co.uk Formula Pubscast with Paul Hadsley